Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, girl, what you try to do with all that? I ain't talking just the physical. I'm trying to see your spirit and your heart too. But I'd be lying if I said I ain't trying to feel what that first part do. I picture me and you with a scenic view, with a seat for two. My hand on your thighs as we feed that groove. That lust in your eyes, girl, I see that too. Shorty holding triple L, lips like lotion. A strictly shade, but a conversation spoken. As we make sweet love atop this red velvet ocean. I ain't one for boasting. Shit, I'm just trying to figure out why we still coasting in slow motion When we could be up there floating Hold up, we switch the flow up I'm dedicated to the love we found It takes a special heart to put it down And while I listen to your words Your body and your curves make it harder not to get it right Nah, I ain't stressing these other guys But it's no wonder why you got me living up in crazy town While you fluttering by like butterflies So come, my lady Nah, it's deeper than just come for me, baby But if you let me make your legs shake I know I make you go crazy Believe it All night We can do whatever you're wanting Listen to your body It's calling Between you and me Let's speak through these sheets Girl, I'm so tired of Everything I could throw you Cause it's real life vibes Sparking up real life fires Ain't no exit strategies necessary When the interests fall in line Shit Tell your pops I wanna meet him Tell your mom and your sister and your brothers That you finally find a squeeze You got your heart steady beating like a drum So they can all be disappointed in your reasons <laughs> Now I'm only lying to play I guess that all I'm trying to say Is that the outlaws and the quiet taste So don't go rushing nothing worth dying to save Girl, I'm addicted to the mere thought of you Your fragrance paints a vivid portrait of a sound mind with a broader view But behind your smile is a wild child Yeah, you know you're still your mama's daughter too Baby, I just wanna offer you something really real and say we saw it through I know I ain't asking for a lot Cause I don't prove what I got Now I'm Steph Curry at the free line Steady shooting my shot Don't go confusing the plot Or else I lose what I got <laughs> Now nah, I'm just talking shit at this point And bring the hook back quick We can do whatever you're wanting Listen to your body, it's calling Between you and me Let's speak through these sheets, girl I'm so tired of waiting all night We can do whatever you're wanting Listen to your body 
Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 115 of Getting It Out Podcast. I'm going to give you a minute uh, to put your clothes back on. Uh, after that one, that was Sheets by my man Willie Blaze. He just dropped a, dropped a new, what, what is that? Is that hip-hop? Is that R&B? Is that rap? It's not rap. It's all those things. What is it? I don't know. I'm I'm just a I'm just a guy that doesn't that doesn't know things. Um, but but Willie Blaze, multi-talented uh, individual here. You might have heard him way back on episode 47. I think it was episode 47, 46, 47, somewhere in the 40s. Uh, so many episodes ago, Willie was on uh, getting it out. We were talking about his band at the time called Split. I don't think that band's still doing shit, but uh, he's doing this now. And uh, hey, that's fine by me. Um, very very talented guy, obviously, as you can hear. Uh, I know last week I opened this uh, the episode 114 with an eight-minute death metal song. All right, yeah. Like, so this week we went the, the the total opposite way, and that's just that's 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 an account of me doing whatever I want, continuing to do whatever I want on Getting It Out podcast. So keep an eye out for uh, Willie Blaze dropping more. I guess he's gonna stick to this R&B thing. I don't know. I, I got I got I got a little bit of the scoop from him, and I don't know if I would be spoiling anything by telling you guys. So I'm not gonna say anything. I, he said something in there about having lips like lotions. I don't have those. I definitely don't have a uh, lotion lips. But I got. Uh, I'm going to say on this occasion, I have. Uh, I'm, I'm tight-lipped. All right. Uh, I, my lips are locked up. Don't you dare come trying to get these Willie Blaze secrets from me. I won't give them to you. All right. Enough about Willie Blaze. He already made me feel uh, uncertain about my about my voice. You know that guy comes in with that super deep voice. I thought I had a deep voice. I thought I had a. I thought I had the voice, and he goes in here with this with this. With this voice, I don't know. I don't even know how. I can't even imitate it because I can't go any deeper. This is it. This is all I got for you. I can't. I can't go any. I can't do my voice any deeper. And now, <laughs> now I don't. I know this doesn't sound like Willie Blaze, but I'm trying. All right, I gotta stop before I get beat up. Um, let's do. Let's since since we had that, that that good song in the beginning. Let's just let's just burn this shit down and play the usual rap intro that i do here on getting it out podcast and get into the episode let's do that now dark satellite media you know when i started doing a podcast i thought i found my calling but there's something more there's a little something more i think i can reach into i got a little more in me i need to get it out just like the podcast is getting it out rap song from the getting it out podcast and it feels powerful I think you feel it too. I think you feel it too. But there's certain things that need to be said. Because I was thinking about it a lot lately. What exactly was I was thinking about? We'll have to break it down here. Just a little bit for you. I was sitting at home trying to relax when I realized a podcast needs a rap. It sound way better with they thought back, but I gotta spit quick on these Amish cats. For big horns of shit on rumble strips. Zeb sits back with a hundred kiss, but I know how shallow that gene pool is. So what did he do with his cripple kin? How do you tell the time at night when the sun don't shine on the dial bright? While Von Scotts lives the hard rock life. Singing on the streets underneath the lights. I got grocery lists of shit I don't like. Gonna run them by old Mike on ice and like cops step a day with the butt drug tips. This podcast will flip your lids. So that's what I sing about on the song for the podcast. It's getting it
Okay, so here we are. I don't think I mentioned in the intro what we got going on in this episode, but if you're here at this point, you probably saw the image, you probably read the description, you might know, and if you don't, I'll tell you, uh, this is an interview with Doug Maxwell of Onsite. He plays guitar in Onsite. Um, they're a New Jersey hardcore band, which we talk quite a bit about. And I, I, I mentioned this this whole thing in the interview uh, at the beginning of the call, um, but I, I'll tell you guys straight up. So what happened here was this is the this was the third person from Onsite that I interviewed. The other interview had two members, JT and Dante, who were great. All right, I had a great time with those guys. Um, as far as I remember, the interview went pretty well. But um, as I mentioned in in this in this interview, I was also on some kind of drugs and didn't realize it. But that. <laughs> <laughs> that I, I I have no issue with. I would have kept that. I just don't remember it. Um, but the but the real quality was uh, the real problem was the sound quality on their end. It was a little it was a little too rough to use. So we talk, I talked to them. They went over it, and uh, we decided to just re-record. So that's what this is. This is the this is the second interview uh, with the third member of Onsite, and uh, his name is Doug. He was a nice guy. He was good to talk to. Um, this was ju- this was done just this week. The other the interview with the other two was done a couple weeks ago. Um, so I don't know. I guess we got some updated information out of it. What the fuck do I know? Like I said, I don't remember that one. I took these pills. I explained this to Doug, but I'll explain it here too. I took these pills that I normally take for my back that are just for nerve pain, and then I drank like a couple beers like normal, you know, not thinking anything of it. And uh, until I'm talking like until lunchtime the next day, I was just living in this haze, and uh, it was very strange. So uh, it made for a, a weird interview, I guess. Um, maybe I don't know. Maybe it was awesome, but I'm not listening to the whole thing because it kind of sounds like shit. But we redid it. Blah blah blah. I already said that part. So now we're doing this one. So here's the thing. We're now what week whatever of quarantine. So I've been able to, as I mentioned last in the last couple episodes, uh, wrangle quite a few interviews, get a lot of things done. Um, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say I'm going to start dropping more than one a week because I'm not, but I definitely have some that I'm a little bit in fear of sitting on too long. I have some from January. I have one from January, at least, that I still haven't ran. Um, it's I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll fit it in somewhere. It's a short one, so maybe I'll just throw it in on another episode, uh, but we'll see. Um, what else is going on? We, the, the, not a lot's going on, you know, because because we're all here. We're all in our house. Uh it's it's my wife, my daughters. Uh, we we all sit in the basement and do our work. It's really it's really kind of weird how how well this is working. We all have our little spots. We all have there's four chairs. I'm I'm sitting in one of them right now. Four chairs in our basement. Uh, quite quite a bit of computer com, computer screens. A lot of computer screens going on. And hey, I'd like to take a take a shout out to Comcast. This is the first time this has ever happened. Shout out to Comcast for somehow um, not sucking through this and uh, keeping internet connected to literally like. 15 devices at once and don't even notice so rare shout out to comcast uh thanks for i mean you cost a million dollars a month but whatever you know i guess at at this point what else are we gonna fucking do um shout out to my beer stash that's that's going strong um shout out to my wife for not killing me shout out to my kids for uh they probably did something good um shout out to whatever Shout out to the grill I got yesterday and got to put together. Shout out to my new mailbox. 
How about that? All right. What? I, I, I'm not a shout-out guy, and here I am doing shout-outs. Maybe it's all this this hip-hop and R&B. It's got me uh, feeling a certain type of way where I do shout-outs now. Uh, you know who I'm not shouting out to? I decided this. I was out for a run today. I decided no more shout-outs to cows. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I feel like, um, like I, I don't know. Like vegans got, you know, they got, they got their reasons for not eating cows. Um, but I was thinking about this way. Like, so I always tell people, like, I don't like dogs. Well, that's not true. I, just, I don't dislike dogs. If I think of dogs as humans, then I wouldn't like a single dog. The, you know, because just imagine your dog that you really like. Imagine that dog as a human. Uh, it'd be, they would suck, right? So I was, I don't know where the thought came from, but I was thinking about cows. And, you know, everybody's, all these, all these people are like, well, we shouldn't eat meat. We shouldn't uh, eat cows. You know, they're, they're gentle, docile creatures. And yeah, that's true. But they also uh, have the potential to be rather formidable beasts. Yet they, yet they just, just stand there and get slaughtered like a bunch of wimps. Um, imagine if this was a person. Imagine if you had this giant friend who was super huge and muscular. And anytime somebody came around uh, with the, the slightest threat, they just stood there and uh, were pummeled upon until they were uh, delicious hamburger meat. You wouldn't have much respect for that person. You'd be like, come on, man, stand up for yourself. So that's that's my message to the cows that are listening to the podcast right now. Come on, cows, stand up for yourself. The bull, the male of your species, he's known as a as a as a as a pretty formidable beast, right? And you're not far off from that. You can do that too, just without the horns, I guess. I don't know. Do cows have horns? Uh, I know, I know, bulls do. I don't know shit about cows. I think this is what this all comes down to: is that I don't know what I'm talking about, which is really what most things come down to. But hey, I'm the one that does the show, so I'm the one who gets to say these things, and you're not the one who gets to stop me. All right. So that's probably enough of my thoughts about which which cows should, or which animals should just stand up for themselves, just do a better job. Like you know. Uh, you know, you know, they say uh, they say people eat uh, like domestic animals in other countries, and that's probably true. I saw some videos, <laughs> so on Facebook, so definitely confirmed. That's the way the news works now. If you're over forty, uh, maybe even uh, maybe fifty, it's probably that bell curve thing. I, I brought I brought this up way early in the podcast, like episode two. Uh, the bell curve of human stupidity seems to like peak at fifty-five, and then you start coming down on the dumb side and getting fooled by everything. So uh, let's say uh, 55-year-olds get their news off of Facebook. And um, you know what? I'm just jumping there. I'm fast-forwarding 20 years. That's where I'm getting my news from now on because I'm tired of the news. Uh, I've been watching a lot of news lately. It's a lot of coronavirus talk, which is to be expected. And I, you know you know what? I actually like that stuff because I like getting my numbers. And, uh, and well, my wife turned me on to this. We, we, we look at this Worldometer website, right? And we check these numbers every day. It's like we're keeping score for some fucking thing. I don't, I don't understand I don't really know what we're doing, but I just know we're doing it. And uh, every time it's bad, we're like, it's bad. And then every time it's it's not as bad, we're like, that's still pretty bad. And that's true, too. So I don't know. I don't really know what's happening here. This, this is uh, officially the second full week of uh, staying home, not really going anywhere. And uh, it's going well, so let's just keep that up, I guess. All right, so... Let's play a song from On Site and then get into my interview with Doug. This one we're going to play. Um, they, you know, they just dropped a, uh, a video for this actually today. 
it's the it's the title self not not self-titled track it's the title track off of this record it's called cause of pain um i know it came out today on brooklyn vegan so this is just going to be the next day so this is going to be friday so go to brooklyn vegan check out the uh check out the video for cause of pain listen to the song or listen to it right now actually prefer you listen to it right now and uh then listen to the interview with doug and you know you know the rest all right Going, man hey what's up dog this is dan what's up brother how you doing i'm doing good very busy man today but that's all right very busy uh, yeah that's... haven't left the house so that's all right yeah hey man i've seen your collection of beers man i'm, I'm pretty jealous well i i i'm about to open one up right now here you hear oh, that well, there, there you go I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying one myself my <laughs> friend um yeah to, the, I, so so about this beer collection so <laughs> So I've just been, you know, keeping, keep, I've just been keeping one really, you know, for months. But then I look like, if I think about it, it's been, it's been like back since like December. So it's not like a new collection. You know okay. what I mean? Well, you know what I mean? So that's, still, that's still, dude, that's longer than I keep beer in my fridge. I'll tell you that. Well, that's, that's, that's the trick. Like... I'm only keeping one. I keep one or, you know, I buy a variety pack and then I keep like one of each 
And so okay. I, I, I got my, I got, I got a little mini fridge down the, here in the basement with, you know, like a glass door on it. And so I got it to capacity and, uh, I was like, all right, now I got to start drinking them. The idea was that like eventually people come over, but I'm so antisocial and it was winter. So nobody comes over to my house other than my wife and my daughters and they don't drink it. So I got to do it, you know? Uh, there you go. Well, someone's got to drink it, you know? Yeah. And now's the perfect time. And it happened to work out that we just happened to have a pandemic and now I got to drink all these beers. <laughs> and now I get to enjoy everyone in my <laughs> so, fridge. Yeah, yeah so we counted it. Awesome. It's like 80, 80 some beers. So that should, that should hold me <laughs> Dude, over for a little while. That's, that's quite a collection. I'm, I'm pretty impressed. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Well, hey, I like your band. So how about that? Oh, well, thank you, man. Uh, I really appreciate it. I mean, I, I it's weird to like, have people, like when they, they come up to you and they tell you when they like something that you make. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I mean, maybe that's just me, but it, that's great. You know, it feels, it feels amazing. Um, personally and the rest of my band will probably tell you the same, but, um, you know, uh, we, we work very hard at what we do. So is every other band out there, especially, especially in the East coast scene. But I want to say that, that, that everyone else in the world doesn't either, but, um, you know, man, it it just feels good. 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 Period. And you I, know? I, I know what you're saying with, uh, with, because even when people compliment, well, I've been in bands before, but when people compliment, like, compliment me doing this, which is weird, you know, it's 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 always awkward because like, okay, thanks, you know, I'm glad, but at the same time, there's also the people, and I don't I don't, I don't think they do this so much when you're in a band because uh, because I don't know because <laughs> because it doesn't seem it just doesn't seem to happen, but you know what people come up to me and say, people feel the need to tell me whether they do or don't listen to the podcast. And uh, I think really? it's a I think okay. it's a very strange thing. Like it'd be like if I if I was your friend, and I came up to you, and I was like, "Hey, hey, Doug, um, sorry, I don't really listen to your band." And you'd be like, "Why would you tell me that? Like, what's the point of telling me that?" <laughs> you know? No, no, no. I hear you. I mean, no, like, like if it's 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 just totally out of like out of the blue, nowhere. Like, hey, by the way, I'm not into what you're doing. I was like, all right. Oh yeah, the, like they're just saying it. Just yeah. Like, oh well, that kind of hurts a little bit. But well, not, like, okay, man. Yeah, like what's? Why'd you fucking tell me that? Not that I think you should, but like <laughs> you know well, what? You know what it is? There's a, what's, what's that saying? It's like if you don't have anything good to say, don't say it at all. Yeah, yeah. Because then or I'm least, gonna I'm gonna say something mean back. That's my new thing. Like okay, um, you know, and then I'll just I'll just come back with <laughs> well, some. Your shoes are fucking ugly. Oh, can I swear on this thing? I'm so <laughs> of sorry. course, of course you can. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all, right, I can... all right, all right. <laughs> I, I would never really do that to someone, but like, like, like that's like almost like the need of what reply you want to say to someone, or probably even a little bit more hardcore than that. I don't know, yeah, but. I don't know. We can we can tear people down, you know. If you get, that's all right. I don't I don't mind I don't mind one bit, and especially. But anyway, but so on site um, is is good. You guys have been a band for for a little while. I uh, we should do full disclosure for people that are going to hear this. I already did an interview with on site. You weren't involved, right? Yeah, no, no, I was not involved. Um, so, from what you told me, is the audio that we had from the previous podcast we did did not turn out the way we wanted it to, where people would actually hear it. Yeah. So I asked the guys. I was like, "Hey, I mean, if you don't mind, I'll do it." So I said, "Why? Why the hell not?" You know. Well, good. I'm glad. I'm glad you were eager to do it because the the one like I, I while we were doing it, I mentioned something to them about, "Hey, I don't know if I can hear you guys all right," and then they, they made a change. And it, it worked for the phone call, but then when I went back and listened to it just this week, I was like, "Ah, oh, shit, that's not gonna, that's not gonna work." Uh, so, you know. 
So it happens. Well, hopefully we'll be on your podcast again. You'll have them too. Yeah, you know? yeah, always welcome. But so the, the, the funny thing also about about that recording is that uh, I was on drugs or something that night, like unintentionally. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> okay. So it's even better that it that it sounded like shit because like I don't I don't particularly remember the interview at all. I took I, I got this oh. I got this back problem, and uh, I so I have these pills at the house. But they're not like they're not like pills that fuck you up. At least I didn't think so. It's called gabapentin, and if we're like fuck, they're like it's like it's like. I'm sure they're pretty fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just like anti seizure medication, but for some it does something for nerve pain too. So my back was real bad that day. So that day, so I popped two. I've only ever taken one before. I took two, and then I was just like, all right, well, I'll have my normal nightly beers, and. By the end of the night, and even into the next day, I was kind of like, "What the <laughs> yeah. fuck is going on here? Something's off." <laughs> hey man, <laughs> so, uh, that's funny. No, I definitely know that feeling, brother. <laughs> well, so yeah, so that's so. So I'm going to ask you basically the same questions I asked them, and uh, and which is cool because neither of us were really there for that interview. So, right, right, yeah, so, no, it makes a whole <laughs> for a whole new uh, interview. <laughs> well, all right, so here's. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So here, here's the. Fir- I don't remember why this was the question that I asked them first, but um, it's here. How old are you, Doug? I am currently 26. I'm going to be turning 27 in September. So you're gonna, but, yeah. uh, everybody else in that band is, uh, you know, Dante's uh, the other guitarist. I play guitar in the band. Dante's the other guitarist. He's the old man in the band. He's 30 years old. Um, I think JT's my age, and Darren is like 26. 728 and then Edgar is like 29 or maybe even 30. I think he's a little younger than Dante. I'm not quite so, well, sure to be So mid to, mid to late 20s basically for the whole yeah. band. All right, so so just you specifically. You're 26, you're going to be 27, which is usually how it goes, but I'll forgive you on that. Um so if no, you okay. if so you're 26 years old, um what's the oldest someone would have to be for you to fight them? Oh, dude <laughs> these are some questions I didn't you know what I don't know I'm not I'm not real I'm not really a fighter yeah to be but, honest alright so I, no matter but if it doesn't I had matter. to fight someone it yeah. really depends it really 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 depends on how much they pissed me off but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fight like a 16 year old man I mean obviously that's like I got some but like I guess like 18 but, but you don't just like it's not like you have somebody like you could have an 18 year old I feel like come up to you and they they could look like they're like twenty twenty eight at this point. With I mean, God knows what the hell they eat in the fucking chicken nowadays, man. That fucking yeah. makes them look how old they do. But like, yeah. but like, no, nah, I I wouldn't I wouldn't fight anybody that's younger than eighteen. And like, if it had to come to fighting someone, they gotta really really make me mad, man. I'm it's really hard to push me over the edge. That's that's a good that's a respectable answer. I think for me, I'm uh, if you're fucking eighteen, I'm 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 swinging, but uh. But I mean, not, but not really. You're 18 like, and, you're, and you're trying to fuck my wife or something, dude. Yeah. I'm gonna be fucking hitting you with a baseball bat or some shit. Well, but, you know, I mean, that's, go, ahead. go on. I'm sorry, brother. No, 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 no. That's obviously there was. There's no point to this question, by the way. It was just that was just apparently just <laughs> no, what I, I asked. I, I didn't think there was. Uh, but, the, but but, like these but it's funny you say that because because uh, I I might have told the story on here before, and I won't go into the whole story, but. I got arrested. Well, not technically arrested. I turned myself in once for for assault on a minor. You believe that? <laughs> assault. I got <laughs> really? assault on a minor because uh, you know there was a, it was a show. Things happened. Punched the guy. Uh, 
whatever. They thought I was Mexican for some reason. I don't know. So I had to, I turned myself in because, you know, I love police. So uh, I turned myself in and they're like, uh, you know, this guy was this guy was 17 years old. And I was like, OK, uh, but tell me this. Oh, well, no, no, they go say on, go they, they go. Um, and I was only 20 at the time, by the way. So I, this is this is oh, okay. this is yeah, 15 years ago. You're 20 years old, and you're yeah. swinging on a 17-year-old. I mean, what is it? that's not a huge year difference, but go on. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to interrupt. No, it's all right. So the funny thing was that we're in the elevator. We're going down. Uh, they're, uh, they're letting me go because it was just a uh, – I just had to sign the thing that said I was going to get charged with simple assault or whatever. It never went through, by the way. The charges were dropped. But uh, So to take that. But um, anyway, they're like – these two cops, they're like, uh, but you, you don't look anything like – you were supposed to look, by the way. You were supposed to be like this Mexican guy. Um, and I was like, oh, well, you know, whatever. And I was like, but correct me if I'm wrong. There's no way in hell that this kid looks like a 17-year-old. And they're like, oh, no, no. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. He's actually way, way bigger than you are. And I was like, oh, all right. That, like, just thank you for clearing that up. You know, because I'm, I'm, I'm a six-foot-one six guy. You know, I wasn't small. And this guy was fucking bigger than me. So, yeah, if you're going to okay. punch somebody that looks a little young... Check their ID first. Oh, I mean, I, I wish that's kind of how it worked. I, I feel like I feel like you'd want to know what age the person you're about to fucking swing a fist on. But like, it's not like a bar. Like, all right, well, if I'm about to beat the shit out of you, I got to see your ID first, kid. You know? Yeah, but if you're in a <laughs> like, bar, you don't need to because you know they're legal, right? Anyway, so right. we're we're getting we're, we're getting way <laughs> way off. Speaking of things that are twenty, your record drops on April twenty fourth, correct? No, yes, that is correct. And that's the 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 record's called Cause of Pain and it's on Unbeaten Records, right? Yes. It's not your first record. No, it's not our first record. Um this is actually, well, I guess it's our our second like full length cuz the the release we did before this was just a a two-song EP. And I guess you could call two songs an EP. I'm not sure what the, like the current standard of what that's supposed to be. Yeah, I hear but, you. Uh, I, don't, yes, I don't know this either. Would, this would be our third release. <laughs> and and uh, and you did some. Did you do something with Upstate before? Well, we did a uh, a compilation with them. Okay, featured that's one of our songs from our second release, which was very very nice of them. Mario from Upstate had featured us on the compilation, and. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much it. And Mario's been such a really good guy to us. I mean, he is. And then, he, um, I just checked in with him the other day. I think, actually, I think I think a lot of people uh, get confused. That I mean, we we were really really good friends with the guy, um, but we we are actually with Unbeaten Records. Right, right. And and uh, that so the, so I know that uh, that's uh, that's what's his name, Buddy, right? Yes. Yeah. But, yeah. So I've had I've had a few uh, uh, bands from un, Unbeaten on recently, and all pretty different, but all pretty cool. Um, what is what's different? Uh, this is kind of off track from that, but what what is different on this on site record than the previous records? Who? Well, I mean, the first record was a like the first record itself was written with members that were different than the uh current members in a way but not so much it's it's a long story man we're we're, <laughs> we're a really uh clunky group of people that yeah. came to be together but uh 
this record is definitely a lot more organized. We did a lot more thought into the uh, the writing process, and uh, you know, we we didn't want to half-ass any of our songs. We and you know what we we all wrote things ourselves that we uh, we kind of like fought for to be on the record, but then we would have to like kind of like like push our our our. I don't want to say pride, but put, push like our like creative like I want this song to be on the record, and then have like um, oh sorry, there's a siren in the background, and then then if they would come and judge it, and then I'd be like, all right, well obviously nobody else was feeling it, so I'd have to like pretty much we just all came t- together as a band and kind of like made sure that every song was nothing but the best of what we could make from yeah. ourselves. Yeah. If that makes sense. It does. Um, we didn't want to, we didn't want to, we didn't want to recycle anything. We all, we all, we all like, there was, I mean, this record, man, we, uh, there's plenty of sleepless nights right in this record. Right. Well, is there, is there a primary songwriter in onsite or do you guys all kind of handle the burden? That sounds like you guys all kind of pitch in. We definitely all pitch in for sure. I mean, usually it's me or Dante that comes in with the riff, which is like you know guitar, blah 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 blah, whatever you know. And uh, he, uh, you know, then we, I'll rather come in with a full song, or Dante comes in with a full song, or I come in with the riff, and then Dante like has some riffs that he puts on top of it. Then we go from the riff to drums, and we interpret that. And then Edgar, we go, all right, here's what guitar parts we got what do you think is going to be cool for bass things you know and like we all kind of just bounce off of each other usually and then jt and me well i can't even say jt and me but dante dante and jt do do most of the 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 lyric content together yeah one and all right so so for songwriting sounds it sounds like it's pretty it's pretty much a collective effort what about when you're loading in at a show Oh boy, that's what's important. <laughs> All right, I'm, you, you, don't, you don't have to answer. I'm not trying to break the band up. Oh but I'm just... boy, am I going to answer this question? <laughs> All right, JT doesn't do. All right, he we we kind of scold at him to help us a little bit, but like JT's the vocalist, obviously. Yeah, he, he don't got it. Fucking... You got you gonna got yeah, it. That's, he, no, that's no, the key. You know, you know how it is. The vocalist, <laughs> yeah. they fucking you know. You gotta go work the crowd. JT, yeah. J- JT carries like a beer in, yeah, exactly. <laughs> anything. But no, 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 no. He 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 definitely does his part. But um, yeah, no. We usually take care of our own gear. I mean, we try to help Darren the most we can, and that's that's usually it. Well, but, ha- uh, Darren's our dr- Darren's our drummer. Yeah. And um, he's usually one that has the most uh, to bear when it comes to like instrument wise to bring in the venue. Yeah. These drummers are, are weird, aren't they? They always got to know things, information about every show. And oh, uh, dude, it's like trying, trying to set up Darren's kit is like trying to set up like a, a freaking uh, like science lab for me. Well, they did. They, there's that. And then it's like, what do I need to bring? And uh, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't know what, a, I barely know what a drum is. Right. So, when they, you know, they, when you're in a band and they're like, "Oh, is, is there going to be a backline? Is there? Do, what do I, what do the drums need to bring? Do we need to bring cymbals and breakables, which is 
which is who knows what that stuff is. And I've never even seen those things. I don't think, but uh, okay. yeah, yeah, it's just drummers. You know, I think you should get rid of. I mean, them, is my suggestion. <laughs> yeah, the, you know what? I think I think any like uh, guitarist like nowadays in modern music is so so used to like programmed and MIDI drums anyway that they're just like I, I feel bad for drummers to be honest because like I know when I write music and I give it to like like Darren or any other drummer friend I got I'm writing like the most like ridiculous drum parts that don't make sense because guitarists <laughs> do not know how to fucking play drums yeah <laughs> they like they, they they expect them to be like robots yeah and like I always have to take for granted that that I can't I can't be like making them do insane stuff and you know what but you gotta you gotta give it to your drummer friends because they they push hard you know and they my my drummer I mean I'm not saying everybody other like other bands drummer isn't good because they are but my my drummer works very hard at his craft man and he's he's very good I I honestly like it's very hard for me to work with a lot of drummers there's very select people I can work with and he, he he's been one of the best. I got select other people that I'm friends with that I that like play drums on some of my songs and other projects. But the, this kid, like, we got chemistry, you know, yeah. and I'm sure he he feels that with uh, the rest of the band. Well, that's good, and I can hear it on I can hear it on the record too. And I I I also greatly appreciate drummers um, because and and honestly, well, I can I can't play any instruments really. I can't. I'm, I've tried. I'm awful. I can't do shit. But drumming, yeah, but that's drumming, right. you don't need to play anything. You don't need to play an instrument to to, to, appreciate. to be musical, you know. Right, but well, yeah, but, but drummers uh, particularly impress me because I can't even. I don't like. I'm I'm exaggerating a lot, but I also have no idea what they're doing. I don't know how they do all that. But the same thing goes for guitar players. Now, bassists, I got them figured out. They're not doing a whole lot, but uh, you know, we don't really need them. I that's who I should start with. <laughs> you know what people people say that you know <laughs> and. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I don't. I mean, if you've ever gone to a show, man, and you, there. Sometimes I go to shows, man, and like a band will be like, "Oh, my bassist can't show because, like, I don't know, we'll, we'll make up some excuse." Yeah. And then they don't play, and it's like it feels like the whole band's empty. Yeah. That that bass feels a lot, man. But no, I mean, with Axe Effects nowadays and shit like that, if you have that type of like equipment, I mean, you got you got stuff that could fill that void in your band and make it sound a little full. But those yeah. lower frequencies are are pretty 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 important. Well, I guess I mean, it's, you got I you mean, got off you got how many members at this point? Five, six? No, you got five. No, nah, there's five of us. Yeah. yeah. So, but I th- I think whatever you're doing, you're doing well because I've listened to Calls of Pain quite a few times and it sounds great. I listened to, to the earlier material too, which I was already familiar with. Um, but uh, so I was actually honestly I was a little surprised on site. I think I talked about this with the other guys. It doesn't sound like what I expected what I think people would expect it to sound. It doesn't sound like what I would expect it to sound like with the name, with, uh, with, okay. with New Jersey, New Jersey, you know, it's New Jersey, right? So you're from there. Uh, so you're probably yeah, like, what? Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, no, it's New Jersey. But, uh, yeah, but, uh, <laughs> there's a certain sound you expect from new, from New Jersey hardcore bands. And on site sounds like a, I don't know. It doesn't sound like a stereotypical, uh, New Jersey hardcore band, like it's not fucking beat down, all right. And I know New Jersey's not always beat down. I get it, but I don't know. I don't know. You know, that's I mean, it's it's supposed to be a compliment. Oh well, 
I appreciate the compliment. <laughs> I mean, you know, New Jersey is a uh, is a mutt state, I guess I should say, because like we have a little bit of everything, you know. Yeah. And like, I mean, between the hardcore scene and the metal scene, I mean, the hardcore scene I feel like has like more of like the beat down vibe, which is very cool. We got we got a lot of good bands that you know that bring that vibe, and then there's the metal scene. And and whatnot, but uh, yeah, I mean, but there's also a really good thriving punk scene in South Jersey too. Like my my guys in Fence Cutter write some really good music um, for that. But yeah, I mean, I, I guess New Jersey would be known most for a beatdown. I don't know. See, I don't, I don't even I, know if that's fair of me to say because, like, right? I mean, there's the obvious stuff like Fury of Five or uh, we're, we got a little bit of everything here. You yeah, because then like, you got you got that Bozo Band Floor Punch and uh, well, like Mouthpiece. Is that a New Jersey band? Um, uh, I, I, don't, I, I don't couldn't even know give if, you a solid answer on that. But I don't I even think, know if they I are. Right? <laughs> but you know, there's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of every variety in New Jersey. It's just uh, being from Pennsylvania. It's it's fun to make fun of New Jersey. Even, but I'm sure you guys have plenty you can say <laughs> about us. So that's all right. Oh, uh, I love I love it out there, man. I, <laughs> personally, but well, so so, um, so so being that you guys are you guys are from New Jersey, I know I asked these those, the other guys this too. Um, for you, for just let's go for you personally. What do you? Who are your like top three New Jersey hardcore bands? Like your personal top three New Jersey hardcore bands. All right, my top three New Jersey hardcore bands for sure are definitely Threat to Society. My second, and this is a no like order. Yeah, they're all very great bands. My second favorite band is Wastelands. Ooh. And fuck, man, those guys should come back. If you saw Wastelands, man, great band. I can't even tell you. And then my third favorite hardcore band is Suburban Scum. Okay. I never Especially heard of this. I didn't hear the second one. But I've definitely heard of the other two. Wasteland, um, yeah, Wastelands wasn't around long enough, I feel like, to get the credit that they deserve. But they... They are a great band. I love them, man. And I love every member in that band. I mean, I love every member in every band I've, I've said, but yeah, Wastelands, man, they're good people. Good. Well, I, I will check them out. Um, I'm glad I'm glad to hear Threats to, oh, sorry, threat to Society. I enjoy them. The, the, the conspiracy theory shit, uh, I, don't, I don't care. I don't care if it's crazy. I enjoy it. You know, like, whatever, go all out. I, 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 uh, go, yeah. go all out. I don't mind. No, cri- I feel like some people question um, the lyrics, but I, I don't know. I mean, they they make solid music, and like some of the stuff that that Chris writes lyrically, I I, I definitely I get the point that he's he's uh, he's saying. But like, regardless of that, that band makes great music as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, the the other one I wanted to get to there is that you said Suburban Scum, and I know your fellows mentioned them as well, and I was glad they did. Because I also enjoy Suburban Scum, and I see a lot of similarities between On-Site and Suburban Scum. And the one that I pointed out to them, the one big one that I uh, that I noticed, is that the album artwork for Cause of Pain looks strikingly similar to the album artwork for Internal War. Now, I think now that I've looked at it again, maybe it's not so okay, much. Okay, well, I could definitely see that. Yeah, no, I'm... Um... Well, I guess with the, the it's it's very like animated per se. Very animated. Um, the got the brick actually, wall and the in the in the in the yellow graffiti. Just saying, I, I think it's a good thing. I don't think it's a ne- I don't think of it as a negative. I think it's a good thing. 
it was originally going to be like a black and white album, and then I was all for it, and then everybody else was like, ah, it's got to have more color in it. And I was like, ah, I don't know. I feel like we're going to, because I think we wanted to have like a darker vibe with the black and white. It was like have some colors in it. Yeah. And then and then um, Silvio, our, our fine friend that made the album artwork for us, made it in color. And I was like, wow, you guys are fucking right, man. This guy fucking definitely had that color in this thing, man. And it looked great. But comparing that to um, the Subscum record, no, I definitely see the similarities with um, the way it was, uh, it was like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It was, it was uh, drawn. Yeah. Because it's like, I guess it's like animated is what I'm looking for. Yeah. Similar style. Slightly, slightly, not a lot, just similar colors. It just looks. It looks. Uh, it looks like a cool. Uh, uh, it looks like a cool tribute. I would say. Um, sure. Whether it's intentional or not, I, I just I, I found it interesting. Um, and, no, and again, I, I I hear the I hear the, the the similarities in sound too. But so, like you said, you're 26. The oldest guy in your band's 30. Suburban Scum has been done for at least five years, right? Something uh, like that. Don't quote me on it, but they've been done for a little bit. But. Uh... Yeah, I want to say their last show was at um, Stanhope House or something like that. And I didn't actually get to show up for that. Uh, the last show I got to see them was for their last music video. Um, but yeah, man, no, that band definitely influenced, uh, maybe not all of us, but definitely like me and JT a lot. I, I, I'm not sure, I can't speak for the other guys, I'm sure they could say the same, but I, I, they, that band definitely, hardcore-wise, the first hardcore bands I've ever seen was um can't remember the festival i was but i must have been like 16 years old or 17 it was agitators suburban scum incendiary fire and ice um i got i got like the best fucking like hardcore fest i could have ever seen it was in carney and it was it was amazing i i loved it king nine played it was the most violent set i've ever seen in my life <laughs> i've never been in fear of being at a show before. And I'm usually more of a metalhead kid, man. Yeah. And I'm not saying metalhead shows are scarier because the hardcore shows are scarier for sure. But like a metalhead kid in the middle of a hardcore show is like a sheep in fucking front of fucking wolves. Yeah. Like I was waiting for a reason, but, but, I, but I love it all, you know? Good. It's well, so do I. That's, that's what's one of the things that I enjoy about doing this is that I get to speak to so many different uh, musicians from genres. Like I love, I'm seriously, I'm, the fucking interviews I've done in the last week have been, I, I mean, I, I could list them off, but I won't do that because then people will know who's coming up. But yeah, it's been hardcore. It's been doom. It's been uh, like retro, just rock and roll. It's been fucking, I don't know. I don't know what else. It's, it's been metalcore. It's been all over the place. Um, Right. But yeah, but that's that to me. That's that's the most fun way to do it. Um, but the re the reason I was I was saying that about like you know how old you guys are and when suburban scum would have been around and is I like when and I, people that listen to this are probably tired of me tired of me repeating the same thing. But I like when um, when bands reference real influences. And not just like the canned answer influences. Like if you were just gonna tell me that, like, uh, on sites inspire, or, you know, the 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 big influences are uh, Chromags and Madball, and uh, oh, well, yeah. be like I mean, fine, well, like yeah, we, we all are. We, we yeah, no, exactly. I mean, I can't we I can't say that we aren't like influenced by those bands' music, right? Because for sure, they definitely have a point in our lives that have are very important to us writing music 
but those weren't the bands we grew up going to shows to. You exactly, know? exactly. They weren't the ones who were. Yeah, and to me that. I mean, I, to me that makes those. I fucking watched like YouTube videos of those bands. I I ain't never been to a show of them. You know, I right. mean, that's really it. That they, I mean, I guess some of them still play shows. Yeah. For the most part, but um, you know, it's what what we have is what we got growing up. And that's definitely what influenced us. No, I'm not saying that's a bad thing either. I, I, you know, I loved every single part of growing up in the music scene we have here. Yeah, good. Well, and 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 it sounds like you you came up in a good one. If you were, you know, if those were some of the early shows you were seeing. Um, what? So, all right. So, back when I did this the first time around, uh, expired had just come off, come out. Um, and I think okay. you're, I think you're going to drop another one like tomorrow, right? Yes, tomorrow. Um, and Brooklyn Vegan, uh, the time I have no idea to be honest. That's all right because this will come out on Friday, so it'll be after it anyway. Oh, fair so, enough. <laughs> fair enough. So, um, uh, so, which which sorry, which song is uh, which song are you doing on uh, on, on tomorrow? Okay, tomorrow we are actually doing the site titled uh, track of the record. It's called uh, "Cause of Pain." Okay, cool. And, and um, we actually, I wouldn't call it a music video that we're dropping tomorrow. It's like kind of just, uh, yeah, I don't know, I guess it's a music video. But it's um, our, our, our friend that's actually a graffiti artist actually helped us recreate the album itself. Not like the whole thing, but he did like, imagine him being like the reaper on the album and he's spray painting the uh the graffiti on the wall. Oh, nice. That's cool. So you're actually going to be able to see him like recreating the scene. I thought it, we all thought it would be a cool thing to do. You have like a visual with the song, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, so, so we won't be able to know what people think of that track yet, but with, since, since expired's been out for so long, how has, how has reaction been, uh, at least from your view? Well, so far it's been pretty good. I mean, I think the the video itself has, I mean, I haven't looked on YouTube for like a day or two maybe for it, but I think it's at least around like two point, but I don't know. It's, it's like close to being 3000 views and nice. I'm not sure if that's good nowadays because yeah. I know there's, there's people out there that probably have like Twitches and whatever gaming streams that get like 9,000 views in like one day. But like, right, right. you know, that's a humble amount for me. I, you know, the fact that anybody wants to listen to our music at all is fucking excellent to me. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. we've all we've all we've all been through it all. Where we played in front of sound guys and shit. I mean, just to have even that amount of views and that with the previous two music videos we have before that, at least to that number or, or beyond that, is is nice to feel it all too. You know, right, it's right. good to know that people actually like our music. Yeah, of course. The, yeah, makes it makes it not feel like it's pointless. But uh, but for for the for the video for expired was this what was what was the setup here? Was that like an actual show or was this just something you guys set up to to do a video? So the video itself was uh, a show, but it was a show that we made for the music video. If that makes sense, so maybe. We, we ended up throwing a show and like it was like really insane trying to find a spot to book it because 
it was like we I don't know we had a spot before that and then that spot fell through because they were like oh we can't have this many people there and then another place wanted like too much money and we're like well we can't really afford that so we ended up finding this place and this place was great man I mean uh, I forget the guy that helped us out with this place but you know really really thankful he helped us out and um, it's actually on the second floor of where we practice at. And the guy, whoever owned the second floor at the time, because I don't think he owns it anymore, he let us rent it out. But I don't think he really knew that it was going to be a show, yeah. per se. He kind of just said, yeah, we're just going to shoot a music video. <laughs> and then and then he like ended up coming later, and he's like, oh, fuck, this is a lot of people. And we're like, don't worry, we're going to get through this. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and, then, and then the cops showed up. Oh, it was great. It was a great time, man. And the cops showed up. I remember, um, I remember I'm like, oh, well, our whole music video is shot because like we didn't even play yet. I was like, I was like, fuck, we gotta at least get through the video, man. And then JT went up and he actually took care of it. They, they're actually pretty cool to us about it. Um, but that, that's a whole other story in its own, man. But yeah, no, I mean, it was definitely a show, you know, we, we just kind of had to stretch the truth a little bit to the guy we booked the area for, or the room per se. You know how sometimes you can tell that that it's not exactly it wasn't exactly a show. Is yeah. that is that the whole crowd is standing up close to the band? Oh you know, my god! Because you know <laughs> damn well if it was a dude, show. I fucking yeah. wish. I fucking wish every show was like that, yeah. dude. Yeah. You know what? Sometimes it is like on a fucking rare occasion. Like you, 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 you get that. And, yeah. But man, there's nothing that feels better when you got someone like. And I feel like I mean, especially with now today's situation with the whole fucking like this coronavirus bullshit. You, know, yeah. you got to have this. 13 inch difference i mean that's, um, that's me throwing a really bad joke but like <laughs> no it's great man it's great it's good i like to have people up close i don't like this weird horseshoe thing man i like i'm a real like heavy metal 80s guy where everybody was up on the stage in your face and shit now everybody wants to make room for people to pit which is great and i love people pitting you know don't get me wrong i do too but and I, I like, you know i was one of those people for a long time and not even close to it anymore but um but I don't. I don't know how that that whole this whole thing happened. I don't. I don't understand why. I don't know. It used to be in the center. You know what I mean. There used to be a, a hole in the center, where now it starts at the stage. And <laughs> it's, now it's a hole everywhere. It's just <laughs> weird. It's a very strange. It's very strange. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think people just don't want to get hit. I mean, I kind of get it. I don't think anybody's out there intentionally trying to violently hurt someone. Well, I feel like in the, but, I feel I like know. in the two thousands, I, I feel like in the early two thousands at least, um, maybe what well, maybe that whole decade, there was a lot of, and I'm sure all decades, but whatever. It's the, the one that I remember really strongly was the two thousands. People were just, you know, crowd killing was a thing. It was just a th- you didn't want to be anywhere. Well, either you were doing it or you didn't want to be anywhere near it. And uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know whether if crowd killings worse now or back then i mean i wasn't back in the early 2000s i didn't really start going to shows until like 2006 yeah to be honest no you didn't miss anything but um there's definitely a fair amount of crowd killing now well i'm safe because i'll never be near that that's my that's that's, Um, i I, I, I graduated i graduated from that uh a long time ago and uh right yeah it's way more comfortable now 
It's way more comfortable. <laughs> well, that's how it should be. We should all we should all be there to enjoy the music. I mean, yeah, people are going to do their, you know, relieve their stress and do their thing, but everybody should have a fair experience of enjoying themselves at the music scene. That's just me personally, but. Well, it's hard to argue against that. But so, all right, so uh, I'm sure. So I know um, the coronavirus thing has has ruined a lot of shit for musicians, for for bands. There's no there's no shows. There's no tours. Um, you guys have this this record coming out. How, is this going to negatively affect on site at all? You know, I think we've all been kind of thinking that in the band, but you know. I think people are listening to the, the record more, but people aren't just going to be able to uh, to afford like the pre-orders maybe the most because of that. But I mean, I'm not saying that's necessarily too much of a bad thing. I mean, it kind of hurts us a little bit, but like as long as people hear the record and they like it, you know, and things once things get better, I'm sure they'll 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 buy. I mean, there's there's a ton of merchandise that comes with the record, if, like whatever pre-order you get, and like. We we all worked very hard to make sure it was stuff that we would want to wear as well. Like we, when when it comes to merchandise and shit like that, we don't want to just like oh like yeah this is good enough. Like we want to fucking like put shit out there that we would wear ourselves that people would hopefully like too. You know like if that makes sense. We don't want to put a product that we wouldn't like yeah. out. Yeah. You know you want to go to like like with our music for. For instance, you you want to go to the fucking record store, man. I mean, not that anybody fucking knows what a record store is anymore, or most people. <laughs> but like, you want to go there and you want to fucking buy the record that you know you're gonna like, or that's gonna fucking change your life. So that's what we try our best to put our music into. I'm not saying that's what we always do, but that's what we're trying. But like, we're not gonna fucking throw fucking shirts and threads out there that you're not gonna want to wear, you know. We're hopefully if we like them, we hope you guys like them just as much as us. And if we don't, if you don't like them, you let us know and we will fucking fix it to the point where we will make you like it in a good way, in a positive outlook. <laughs> that could be taken Not very negatively, but <laughs> full way. <laughs> you could take that in many ways. Yeah, yeah. You know, we will. You know, I'm just saying. You know, we want people to just enjoy enjoy the stuff that we put out. Hopefully. Well, I think I think they will because I th- again I think it's a I think it's a very strong record. Um, what is, it's only like seven songs, right? Seven or eight songs or something like that. Yeah, I think it. I think it ended up being seven. It was going to be eight. Um, we ended up cutting a song. We'll probably save it for another time. Yeah. Well, so so is this this is is this coming out on a full LP or one sided or what's what's happening here with the rele- with that release? No, it's, it's definitely two sided. I think the first side of the LP has three songs on it. The other side has like. Four or five. Cool. And so, so, uh, so, so, all right. So, so, just a little bit about about the record. Um, I guess straight up, what's what's your favorite song on this record? Oh boy, you know, my favorite song on this record is definitely the first song. Yeah, I can't hide it. That that song is probably the strongest opening we've ever had on any album we've ever had. I mean, I just, I just love the riff, man. You know, I, the, that, that riff in the first song came out of fucking nowhere. One time I practiced, we were literally just like playing around and I was like, wow, fuck man. I really like this, this riff. And then, um, I think I played it for him and everybody else was like, 
I, I thought it was going to be a cheese, cheese, like one of those cheesy riffs that nobody was going to like. And they're like, wow, I think I actually really fucking like this. And I was like, wow, <laughs> people, I mean, they actually, they actually like it, you know, you know? Yeah. And no, 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 really, man. The, the first, the first song, man, it's like the most proud song I am on the record. I mean, expired is great too. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm proud of every song on the record, man. But that first song, man, is like, I will never get over how that song hits me. And that one's called, that's without you, right? Yes, correct. Nice. Um, the, uh, um, sorry, and you said the one the one you're dropping the you you've you've already dropped expired and, and you're putting out the the self or the the uh, yes, cause of pain is tomorrow. Right. So, so I'm also you know what that's my second favorite song on the record to be honest because um, the vocals and the lyrics. Hopefully, hopefully people get behind the lyrics with that song the most because, you know, I'm I'm a very big and I know we were talking about like stereotypical bands that people are influenced by. Yeah. But if there's like a really big record that I'm influenced by, like in a majority of my life, it's Injustice for All by Metallica. Yeah. And that that song has like that type of vibe to it, and I'm not I'm not even like despite the band just lyrically content wise like with that whole like injustice for all like abuse of like power from uh political influences and whatnot that song is what captures that for me awesome. and it has it has a pretty strong message in it or at least for where i where i relate myself you know yeah 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 well and, and i mean it, always you always want people to it's interesting I don't know, maybe because I because I wrote lyrics in bands before, but how much you want people to actually hear the message, and I don't know if they do sometimes, but you know, so but when they do, when you do get you, you know, when you get that point across, it's great. No, I don't. You know, you know what it is. I I don't know whether people just listen to the music just for the music anymore, or they they actually take a look at the lyrics. I mean, I feel like hardcore is like a very strong like genre where you need the influence of the lyrics. Yeah. To, to to get behind the music, I'm not saying the music is boring or anything for that matter. But I feel like hardcore it's very strongly influenced by the messenger, which is the vocalist that is giving you the lyrical content of the song. So for that matter, I, you know, I where where another thing that bothers me with people that they don't buy records anymore and whatever. I mean, I don't give a shit if they buy records or not. If they buy this record, I mean, I kind of do, but like. <laughs> I kind of do, you know, I, I, but like, I just like, as long as they like, I just want them to open the lyric book, man. And I want them to, to read that booklet, you know, and I want them to be like, wow, like I get this. Right. Like, I feel like people don't get that message anymore. No, no one, no one knows what it's like to go to the record store and like, and like take your bike or the bus to the fucking record store when you were younger because everything's on iTunes or you would fucking download it illegally. I know I do. I mean, whatever. <laughs> Just how it is nowadays. And you don't fucking go buy the record. Dude, I used to go buy records at like at like Sam Goody or yeah. FYE and I'd buy the record, man, and I'd fucking ride my bike and take a break and open the fucking the CD and I'd fucking look at the pamphlet. I'd read the fucking the lyrics and i'd be like oh man like i can't wait to listen to this record i didn't even pop it in my stereo yet you know and yeah. you get the album artwork like all of that is what you're paying for for a record it's not just the music 
I agree, and I and I hope that people will will do that with with cause of pain, and I think I think it's deserving of that, and uh, I think with you know there's a, a lot of records come out, a lot of records come out all the time now. All right, this is one of my one of my complaints I have is that it's every week that I try to keep up. Every week there's a lot of new music out, so sometimes some you know undeserving shit. Not that it's bad, but it's just like. Or I should, I should rephrase this. Some, sometimes the deserving stuff doesn't get enough time, you know, enough time in the spotlight. But I think that's only because it's, it's mostly digital. Because when you have a physical, you just spend more time with it. You know, even if it's even if you're just looking at the fucking thing, like you you just I don't know, you just make more of a connection with the music, with the album. Um, you know, you got the time and the place where you bought it. A lot of times, I can mostly look at every record on my shelf and tell you where and when I got that. And I don't okay. even if it's that's how I feel about the CDs I have, man. I yeah, mean, yeah. Even if even if it's I don't even even if I'm not particularly fond of the record or the CD, I can still tell you, you know, a little bit of, about it, a little bit about where I was when I got it. You know, I can I can relate to it in a way. And I think absolutely. that's something that gets lost digitally. So I hope people are, are pick up uh, calls of pain physically. And uh, oh, I hope I, I hope so it. too. I mean. You know, there's a record store near me, man, and uh, one of the the bands that's on our record label, All Out War. I really like that band, by the way. Yeah. Not even just trying to say it to say it, but man, that band no, is great. fucking good. But um, I fucking went to the record store to go pick up like like the number of the beasts on vinyl. I'm a huge Iron Maiden fan. I went. I I love that shit. I eat that shit for breakfast, man. I fucking went there, and I I like talked to. I was like like really interested. I was like, hey, man, like this band you have on your shelf, like. I'm signed to the same label. You think I'm going to be in this record store? Like, I don't even give a fuck if anyone's going to buy it. I just want to know if I'm going to be on a fucking shelf or not, because that alone fucking feels great. Yeah, yeah. You know? It, you know, I, I, I've never... 16-year-old Doug never dreamed of even having any opportunity like this, even no matter how minimal or, or big it could be. Like, it, it, it's just... It feels great to just have people respond to what you make. I understand completely, and I'm, and I'm glad you're getting to experience it. And hopefully, uh, you get to experience a lot of positive feedback on uh, April 24th. But Doug, thank you for uh, thank you for doing this and having this conversation. I think this one's going to work. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I hope so, brother. Yeah. Yo, listen, thank you for having us on your show. We appreciate it. Um, you know, I, I definitely enjoyed talking to you, brother. Um, hopefully, we'll be on again sometime soon. Always welcome, man. All right, brother. All right, take you care. You be safe. All right, be easy. Later.
So there you have it. That was my interview with Doug of On Sight. The song there at the end that was expired off of Calls of Pain coming out uh, April 24th on Unbeaten Records. Uh, you know by now. I think we repeat that stuff enough. But uh, but one more time. On Sight, Calls of Pain, Unbeaten Records, April 24th. Be on the lookout for it. Make sure you pick it up. Did I say that song was expired? That song was expired. There's a video for it. Did I tell you that there was a video for Calls of Pain? Uh, I think Doug did. Uh, so go find that. Um, you know, YouTube. You know where to find videos online. Come on. I don't need to tell you this stuff. Uh, you know, what if it wasn't YouTube, though? What if it was like uh, Vimeo? Is that also YouTube? I don't know how the internet works. I'm a, I'm an idiot, all right? Let's be clear about a lot of things. Is that I am an idiot. I am just a very public idiot. And uh, that's just what you can do when you have a platform. And the way you get a platform is you just build a platform. That's it. That's all. So um, I hope a lot of people listen to this episode uh, and check out on site if you haven't. I, I just, you know what? I just hope a lot of people listen to this episode because that's selfish and that's that's fine with me. Because you know what I've noticed, and I, I say this about myself too. I've noticed that I'm not listening to podcasts for shit. I, I'm I am not listening to podcasts anymore now that I'm home and uh, and just kind of working here. No commute, no none of that. I'm not listening to podcasts anymore. I'm trying to. Uh, thankfully, Bill Simmons is redrafting uh, every draft from 1996 on, so I've, I've got a couple of those in the bag. Listen to a couple episodes of Axe to Grind as they they, they keep fly, flying them all out. Um, you know, a little fighter in the kid here and there. Uh, got no time for a Joe Rogan episode. Those are things that are way too long. I just can't do it. Um, yeah, regularly I can, but recently I just can't. Not in this situation. What else is there? I, I, I check the daily, daily. How about that? That's that New York Times. Yeah, I'm a lefty. Whatever. Um, Radio Lab, love it, but can't listen to it right now. Just don't. I just don't got the. I don't got the time. I listen to a stuff you should know, not stuff you should know. I do love stuff you should know. I listened to a an episode of This American Life the other day. Um, it was about uh, about people with 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 coronavirus, and uh, that was that was a true bum out. I guess that's the thing. I can't keep listening to things about coronavirus and uh, the bum out. So. We've, as I mentioned on past episodes, we've just been listening to my record collection, and uh, some some records go over better than others. Um, but you know, whatever. Uh, eventually, I'm gonna run out of family friendly uh, music, <laughs> and and that's when it's gonna get hairy. But you know, until then, whatever. I got a couple of Nat King Cole box sets. We can run through those. Um, I got a I got something. I got like a Kings of Swing box set. We can run through that. Jimi Hendrix. East Coast, what is it called? West Coast Seattle Boy box set. We could run through that. Uh, Bruce Springsteen um, in the E Street Band. We got that box set. We got a couple of Opeth box sets. You know, whatever. I got box sets, baby. Box sets, box sets. Tang <laughs> Tang Records box set. We could do that at seven inches, though. That's a lot of flipping and turning. I don't know if I want to flip and turn that much. Uh, off, first four EPs. Come on, man. Are you the most Black Flag ripoff band there is? Off. Is, a, is the name of a bug spray? Black Flag was the name of a bug spray. First four years, first four EPs. Art by Ray Pettibone. Art by Ray Pettibone. We get it, man. We understand. But that's all right. I still like that, too. I, I'm just telling you box sets I see from across the room. Dag Nasty, uh, 85, 86 box set. You, did you know that one exists? That's a 7-inch box set. It's kind of kind of a box set. It's in a slipcase, but it's, but it's there. I know it's not. It's in a box. It's kind of a box. I guess it's just a little beaten down over the years. That's the one with uh with Sean Brown. 
not not that reissue they did dag with sean or whatever they called it but this is the 85 86 that came out on selfless i believe i got a copy of it on cassette i got a copy of it on 12 inch i got a copy of it a seven inch box set got a copy of it on cd aren't you impressed i bet not why would you be also i think i see a kill your idols box set over there anyway enough about the fucking box sets i can see from here god damn do i waste a lot of your time um that's it for this week what how are we ending this one? Oh, i know how we should end this one um we should end this one with a song, like we always do. But first, I got to tell you, uh, gettingitout.net is coming. And you know what? I'm just setting a date right here and now. Um, gettingitout.net is going to be out. What's the calendar today? The calendar right now, as I'm doing this, says 4 20 All right? How about, let's say let's let's say by 4-20, let's use the, the date 4-20 because it's fun. Um, 4-20, by 4-20, gettingitout.net is going to be a full functioning website. And uh, that's my guarantee that I that I hope you didn't record. Well, too, too bad for me that I'm recording it. So by 4:20, gettingitout.net is going to be a, a workable and and accessible website for more people than just myself. So you're going to go there. You're going to read news. You're going to read reviews. You're going to read about um about articles that I wrote. Um, you're going to read articles that other people wrote. Reviews. It's not just me. All right. Getting it out.net is not just Dan Crayley. It's several other people. And it's going to be a fun thing. And you are more than welcome to join us as long as you're not um, a nerd. And you know what? You can be a nerd. We'll, we'll accept nerds. Um, but anyway, that's that. Um, if you want to follow me, the podcast, you can do so at getting underscore it underscore out underscore podcast on Instagram. www.facebook.com slash getting it out podcast. And on Twitter at getting it out pod. Otherwise. I don't have anything else to fucking tell you. This last song I'm going to play is from... We're going metal because we did we did a R&B or hip-hop or whatever the fuck Willie Blaze is. One of those things. And then we did a hardcore with on-site. So now we're going to end this with a straight-up a straight up American metal band. You know, that's a weird weird term that we use now. But uh, it's if it's fitting, you know. Um, they, they, they say they're for fans of Kill Switch, Engage, Trivium, All That Remains. I don't listen to enough of Trivium or All That Remains to tell you whether this band sounds like them, but I listened to the song, and I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. They're from Providence, Rhode Island. Their name is Kingsmen. This is off their record called Revenge, Forgiveness, Recovery. It's coming out on Sharp Tone Records. Um, I don't know the release date for that offhand. April 10th, actually. It'll be next week. And, uh, yeah, there's a video out for this song. It's called Nightmare. And uh, check it out right here. Go check out the band. Go check out uh, these whatever. Shout out to checking stuff out. All right, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.